0: Hello, this is Patrick Ball. How are you on this fine day? Welcome to On the Fly, a podcast about whatever comes to mind, really. In this episode, Who Was Stephen Hawking? Welcome back. In Chapter 4 from the children's book, Who Was Stephen Hawking? by Jim Gioletti, learn about how Stephen discovers his inspiration to live despite his als diagnosis
1: chapter four finding a purpose falling in love with jane wilde gave stephen in his words something to live for like stephen jane was a bit shy and like stephen she had strong opinions she was very smart too She would soon be working toward her own phd in medieval spanish poetry in june stephen took jane to trinity hall's may ball the may ball is sort of like a prom in the united states but even fancier and yes it was held in june stephen and jane had a wonderful time falling in love gave stephen a reason to keep working toward his doctorate degree If he wanted to marry Jane, he had to find a way to earn a living, and to do that, he had to finish his Ph.D. He started working hard for the first time in his life. To my surprise, he said, I found I liked it. Much of the focus of his research was on the origin of the universe. He wanted to find out if the universe had always been essentially the same, or if it had begun with a big bang. Stephen was no longer disappointed that he was studying under Sharma instead of Hoyle. Sharma gave him good advice and more personal attention than Hoyle ever would have. Hoyle was often out of town, giving lectures or attending conferences.
0: At this point, let's insert a little side note. Big Bang versus Steady State When Stephen Hawking first began working in cosmology, scientists mainly thought about the origin of the universe in two ways. They wanted to know if it came into being in a way that could be studied. Some scientists believed in the steady state theory, and some believed in the Big Bang theory. According to steady state, the universe has no beginning and no end. It looks the same from any view at any time. Even if galaxies expand and pull away from each other, new matter fills in the spaces to keep everything pretty much the same. However, according to the Big Bang Theory, time, space, mass, and energy began from a tiny point and exploded to create the universe which has been expanding ever since. Fred Hoyle, who believed firmly in the steady state theory, came up with the name Big Bang as a way to make fun of something he thought was silly. But the name stuck. Today, most cosmologists believe in the Big Bang Theory, while the steady state theory has little support.
1: Stephen applied for and received a research fellowship. That meant he would be getting paid to do research. He had found a job and would now have the money to support a family. Stephen proposed to Jane in October of 1964, and they married in July of 1965. They went to the United States on their honeymoon. Jane and Stephen visited Cornell University in New York to attend a physics conference. Stephen's ALS was quickly progressing. The good news was that he already survived longer than the two years his doctors originally talked about. Bad news was that he needed a cane to help him walk, and he was losing strength in one arm. He couldn't even type the paper that he needed to complete his PhD, so Jane typed it for him. Stephen received his Ph.D. in Applied Mathematics and Theoretical Physics in March, 1966. That same year, he wrote an essay that earned him a share of a major award called the Adams Prize, one of the most respected awards at Cambridge. Jane continued working toward her own degree. However, most of her time was spent taking care of Stephen, and soon the couple's children. Stephen and Jane had a son named Robert, who was born in 1967. Their daughter, Lucy, was born in 1970. Stephen continued to gradually lose the use of his hands and legs. By the late 1960s, he could not stand at a blackboard or write out long equations. He needed crutches to get around. But he resisted the idea of using a wheelchair for as long as he could... One of the great battles was getting Stephen to use a wheelchair, Jane said. By 1969, he had no choice. He used a wheelchair for the rest of his life. In an unexpected twist, the less mobile Stephen became, the more he had to rely on the care of others, the more time he had to think about the big question of the universe.
0: Join me next time for Who Was Stephen Hawking? Chapter 5, New Discoveries. I'm Patrick Ball. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you in the next episode.